Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. You're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates and growing family across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, 24 Asian countries, and across Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Email is exone at talkstarradio.com and our websites, exoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Dr. Patrick Heron, who was born in Dublin, Ireland in 1952. When he was 24 years old, he had a uh, Saul on the road to Damascus type of epiphany while reading the Bible. Thus began his Christian walk. He became interested in Bible prophecy concerning the end times in about 
1966. Now, in 1997, Exxon Nation, his first book, Apocalypse Soon, was published and became a bestseller in Ireland. It entered the Irish bestsellers list after an interview with Garth O'Callaghan on RTE Radio, who said he read it in one sitting and was gripped. Another book, The Apocalypse Generation, was also a success. There has been recently amazing interest to date in his new book, The Nephilim and the Pyramid of Apocalypse, published by Kensington Publishing, which Patrick believes is the first ever book proving overwhelmingly who built the pyramids and why. Now, Patrick holds a Bachelor of Science and a Master of Arts in Business Studies from Trinity College in Dublin. He also holds a degree in theology and recently received an honorary doctorate in Christian literature from the California Pacific School of Theology, Glendale, California, as a result of research done in his book, The Nephilim and the Pyramid of the Apocalypse. Now, Dr. Heron is the executive producer of a TV special entitled Apocalypse and the End of Times, which is a Grizzly Adams production. This has been shown all over the United States and is currently available on DVD in stores nationwide. Now, Patrick owns and runs his own company in Dublin, Ireland, where he lives with his family. He is not associated with any particular church or denomination. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking to, to Patty about his new book, The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order. And, Patty, welcome back to the Exxon. How are you, my friend? Rob, lovely to speak to you again. Greetings to all your listeners from the Emerald Isle. Hey, congratulations on a fantastic new book. Your e-book. Yes, uh, I'm delighted with it. It's only out a number of weeks, and already it's, I'm getting fantastic um, reviews back from people. I, I got two yesterday, three yesterday, and one guy said he read 18 chapters, and then he went to bed and got up and read, finished the book. People are reading it in one sitting. It, it's, it's, if anybody uh, has read my last book, which was The Nephilim and the Pyramid of the Apocalypse, which was all about the fa- fallen angels of Genesis mm-hmm. 6, and uh, the importance of the Great Pyramid of Giza with regard to um, prophecies that are written in the Book of Revelation and the future New Jerusalem, which is to come down, to, down out of heaven from God in the new heaven and, and, and earth after the apocalypse is over in the, in the future, uh, which I spoke to you about before. Well, this new book is That's called right. The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order, and it's like part two. It, it takes the, the whole story about the fallen angels, the Nephilim, and their reappearance and reemergence here on earth in the near coming apocalypse, and it, it takes it to a new level. All right, so we're going to talk about that level when we come back from this two-minute commercial break, Patty. Always great talking to you, my friend. Patty Heron is our special guest. We're talking about his new book, The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order. It's an e-book, ExoNation. It's available at www.nef.ie. That's N-E-P-H dot I-E. Patrick, O'Hare, Patrick Heron and I return on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue live and around the world, even in Ireland, on the Talkstar Radio Network. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. 
Patrick Cairn is our special guest, and uh, Patty, your your ebook, The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order, is is very well done. What makes your book unique? Well, what makes this unique, Rob, is is that what I'm doing is um, I'm going to the scriptures and I'm allowing the, the the scriptures define and interpret who this character is. What a lot of the reason I wrote this book, to be honest with you, is, is there's, there's a lot of articles and a lot of blogs on the Internet at the moment all speculating as to who this Antichrist is. Now, believe it or not, Antichrist is the most Googled word in the world at the moment. And I looked up, I printed in Antichrist and looked it up on Google, and there was over a billion hits in there. And this is several mm-hmm. weeks ago for Obama, uh, Barack Obama being the Antichrist. And several other millions and millions and millions. It's the most Googled word. There's huge interest in who this coming world leader is at the moment. Uh, but I got a little bit fed up listening to people ranting on about who this particular person is because all the way down through history, people have been speculating as to who the Antichrist is. I mean, it began in the first centuries with people thinking that it was Nero, the original Christians, then some of the Caesars, various popes as you came up through uh, history were identified as being the Antichrist. Then in in later days, we had Stalin and Hitler and Mao Zedong of China. Even more recently, Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, Ayatollah Khomeini, Vladimir Putin. Then, of course, Tony Blair in England, Bill Clinton, even Hillary Clinton, they thought was the Antichrist, George Bush. And, of course, many, many evangelicals uh, in America and around the world today think that uh, the president uh, of America, uh, Barack Obama, is indeed the, the Antichrist because he's so suave and so good-looking and so eloquent and is so charismatic. So what my book makes my book unique is, is I ignored everything that's going on in the news and everything that's happened on the world political stage, and I went back into the scriptures, and I just looked at everything in there pertaining to this man, and I allowed the uh, scriptures interpret and tell us all the clues we need to know about this character so that when he does appear, we can know for a, a surety that this is he. Now, the words the Antichrist are only used twice in the whole of Scripture. The word Antichrist is used four times, all in John's epistles. But the Antichrist is only used twice. But when you get to the book of Revelation, the Apocalypse, which specifically talks about this character when he arrives and his various activities, he's never called the Antichrist. In the book of Revelation, he's called the Beast from the Abyss. In fact, to give him his full title, he's called the Beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit, having seven heads and ten horns. So my book, or this new e-book, which, by the way, it's just $5 to download. This new e-book uh, tells you everything you need to know about the Beast from the Abyss with seven heads and ten horns. Who the Beast is, why is he called the Beast, what is the bottomless pit? Why does he have to ascend out of it? What do the, do the seven heads represent? What are the, the ten horns are? I will tell you what his name is, where he presently is, when he will emerge from his present abode. And all these, and also a very, very important one, his, his association with the United States of America in prophecy. Many, many 
prophecy writers who talk on this subject of the eschatology and end times prophecies say that the United States is not mentioned in prophecies at all. Well, I can tell you that they are absolutely wrong. The United States is all over Revelation chapter 17 and 18. And if we get around to talking about that, Rob, I'll give you all the hints and clues uh, that it gives you about this, the United States, and you can tell me specifically what it is talking about. So my book is an in-depth study on the beast from the abyss having seven heads and ten horns. That's what makes it unique. Now, you write in your book that the Bible is not just for the highly educated. What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is, is if you go to read the uh, four Gospels, just on a cursory reading, for instance, mm-hmm. you will find the people that were always trying to trap the Messiah, who were always arguing with him, always trying to back him in a, into a corner, those who organized his uh, betrayal, his kangaroo court, court his, mor- his torture, and his ult- ultimate murder, were the chief priests, the Pharisees, and the doctors of theology. If you were like, they were the priests and the bishops and the theologians of the day. The, the people that believed in the Messiah and that he hung out with where Peter was a fisherman, Mark was a shepherd, John was uh, well-educated, I think he was a, a, a tax collector, uh, Luke was a doctor. They were regular people. They weren't the highly educated theologians with doctorates after their name. Uh, and, you know, plus échange, uh, plus c'est la même chose. Nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. We're going through a, a terrible episode in, in Ireland here at the moment with a report that came out, out about the abuse of, of children in orphanages in, the, in Ireland in the 30s, 40s and 50s, which is just absolutely disgusting. It would make you want to, to throw up. You can't eat your dinner when you read this report of the abuse that happened to little kids in orphanages in Ireland in this country. And I'm often reminded, and it was done at the hands of the religious, by the way, and of course you know it's happened all over America, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, everywhere. Yeah. Horrible scandals. You wouldn't believe that stuff come out. Well, they're calling it Ireland's Holocaust over here. And it's all done at the hands of the religious. And nothing has changed, as, the, as they say in, you know, in French, plus a change. The more ch- things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. So it's the, it was the people with the, with the tall hats and the long robes who were up in the pulpits at the weekends who did did the Messiah down when he was around, and nothing has really changed. So if you have doctorates and things like that, then it might be a disadvantage to you reading my book. My book is for ordinary lay people who can read and who want to know what's coming down the tubes. So uh, that's what I mean by that statement. The Antichrist will be able to do miraculous wonders as Jesus did when he was... uh when he was here in physical form, Patty, does does this fact cancel out our world leaders today as the Antichrist? Yes, it, it does, absolutely. I, I come show all the, the things it says about the Antichrist when he, when he comes. The first thing we have to know is that this guy is a man, not a woman. He's going to be a man. Uh, but not just an ordinary human being man as we know them. Uh, I'll give you quickly a, a, a list of some of the things it says him. It says the first thing he's going to be is a huge deceiver. Mm-hmm. He's going to con everybody. The vast majority of the people in the world will back him up when he comes. He's going to be so charismatic and so uh, eloquent. He's going to pr- perform signs and wonders, uh, just like the Messiah did. And it says that the people will be astonished. For instance, it says in, uh, in Revelation 17, the beast which you saw once was... Speaking of this man, the beast which you saw once was, now is not, and will come up out of the abyss and go to his destruction. 
the inhabitants of the world whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world will be astonished when they see the beast because he once was, now is not, and yet will come. He is going to con everybody by his lying signs and wonders. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns water into wine and if he feeds the hungry of the world, you know, with a very, very little and walks on the water and does all sorts of things like that. Another thing that's going to have to happen to this coming, um, I, I almost said Messiah there, but he's actually, Antichrist means in the stead of Christ. It doesn't necessarily mean against Christ. It means in the stead of. This guy, when he comes, he's going to be accepted as the true Messiah. That's what Antichrist means. Uh, and at one point he will die and he'll be raised from the dead. This is a sort of a counterfeit resurrection whereby people will believe in in this because I think it will be seen on CNN and Sky and Fox all over the world. He's going to be possibly assassinated, but he will die and he will be raised from the dead. He's going to broker a peace deal between the Jews and her Arab neighbors. That's going to mark the beginning of the apocalypse. Uh, He's going to kill two men that will arise up, two prophets of God, which are called the two witnesses in Revelation. He's going to kill them. And three and a half days later, they're going to be raised from the dead in the eyes of all the world. Uh, He's going to have a a lieutenant working with him, which is called in prophecy the false prophet, who's going to be sort of a religious type guy, whereas the Antichrist will be a political leader. And together they will be able to make an image of the beast come alive, it says. And if anybody doesn't worship this image, which is like an icon or a statue, and don't, if they do not take the mark of the beast, which is a mark in the right hand or on the forehead, whereby people won't be able to buy or sell or do business unless they have this mark, um, they will be killed. And it says that the false prophet will be able to make this image come alive, which is going to be a pretty astonishing thing. Uh, another interesting thing it says about him, um, amongst um, other hints regarding this guy, it says in, in one enigmatic prophecy back in the book of Daniel, it says, he will not regard the desire of women. Now, when I read this, it says he will not regard the desire of women. Does that mean he will regard the desire of men? So he possibly he may be gay. That's just that's a, a new one for you coming out there. He may, he may be. So this is not an ordinary, an ordinary gentleman, an ordinary human being, you know, an ordinary guy that is a, a, on the world stage as we look at it and we're pondering is this he, is that he, is it the president of the EU, is it really Barack Obama it is absolutely not it is a guy who says who's in the bottomless pit and he has to ascend out of come out of this place called the bottomless pit and that's what takes us back to what we talked about the last time I was on your show which are the Nephilim or the fallen angels of Genesis 6 what did Gabriel tell Daniel, which is chronicled in the book of Daniel, about the time at the end? And is there a distinction between the tribulation and the great tribulation? Uh, I don't believe there's a distinction between the tribulation and the great tribulation. Um, there are a lot of uh, phrases in Scripture, both in the Old Testament and New Testament, which to talk about or describe this coming time of the end, which we call the apocalypse, and the the uh, things that occur in the book of Revelation. It's called the Day of Wrath, it's called the Day of Tribulation, the Day of Vengeance, the Lord's Day, the Day of His Burning Anger, the Great and Terrible Day of the Lord, uh, the Day of a Cruel Day with Wrath and Fierce Anger, the Day of Jacob's Trouble, which associates it with with, uh, the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. 
so the great tribulation and the tribulation to me are all the one time. Some people trying to split them up, but I don't think so. Um, I think it's all the one period of time which we are talking about, the end times, the last days, which we are approaching now, in my opinion. And what, what this whole thing about the beast from the bottomless pit and what the bottomless pit, as I, as I just mentioned, takes us back to, um, you might remember, uh, Genesis chapter 6, where it talked about the, the sons of God, the Nephilim coming on the earth and having yes. sex with ordinary human women way back about a thousand years prior to the flood of Noah. And they produced offspring, and these offspring were the giants of the Old Testament. Patty, stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. Patty Heron is our special guest. You can get a copy of this uh, ebook for $5, Exxon Nation, The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order. It's available at www.neph.ie. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. If you currently have a short-term fixed-rate home mortgage, you do need to listen to this. The mortgage industry is rapidly changing, and no one knows that better than your friends in the money business, Prime Pacific Capital. Every day, new guidelines are making it more and more difficult for homeowners to refinance the current mortgage. Don't get caught with the high interest rate and increased payments once that loan automatically adjusts. Interest rates are still low. Call Prime Pacific Capital today and refinance into a long-term, low-rate fixed mortgage. No matter what your credit situation or what state you live in, Prime Pacific Capital will work to secure a new loan for you. Don't count yourself out until you give us a call. A loan specialist is standing by to assist you with your free consultation. Make that call today. 1-866-464-1800. 1-866-464-1800. Call Prime Pacific Capital at 1-866-464-1800. Douglas James Cottrell, who has been called Canada's Edgar Casey, has just made available his latest CD, Douglas Cottrell 2012 Earth Changes, the first CD in the 2012 Prophecy Series. This session features information gathered from the Akashic Records in a deep trance meditation session by Douglas James Cottrell in March of 2009. In this session, Douglas explains changes that have taken place in the Earth's core, changes to the Earth's poles, and the real reason why the polar caps are melting. Douglas also elaborates on increased volcanic and earthquake activity between now and 2012, including what, where, and when. To order your copy of Douglas Cottrell 2012 Earth Changes, visit his website at douglasjamescottrell.com or call toll-free 877-COTTREL. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. You're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com.
place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Patty Hearn is our special guest uh, this hour. He is the author of a new e-book, The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order. It's available at www.neph.ie. That's www.neph.ie. In these days, Patty, we should be vigilant to be aware of false prophets. Now, how do you see the biblical uh, domination playing out today. What type of false prophets do you see in our world? Well, you know, over the last number of years, last couple of decades, we've seen all sorts of people pop up who are appear to be leaders, religious leaders. You know, the ones that spring to mind mm-hmm. are, uh, immediately are David Koresh down there in Waco, Texas, who, you know, had all his disciples believe that he was the Messiah. Yes. Then there was the guy, uh, Jim Jones, wasn't Jim Jones, it, in California, yeah. who brought all those people down to South America and murdered them all, or most of them committed suicide, or he murdered them. Uh, there's a guy at the moment uh, in the States called the Mayatreya. He uh, apparently was promoting himself as the, as the true Messiah. And then, of course, we have various religious leaders in the world today who, you know... Espouse themselves as being representative of Christ and His, you know, bodily presence on earth. I don't have to mention too many names, and you'll know who I'm talking about. These are the type of people. Even even the, the likes of, of of President Obama at the moment, he was being held in such awe by people and the things that happened before he became president. President, uh, the, the description of people saying he was Messiah-like and the hairs on the back of their neck used to stand up when he spoke, and this type of cult leadership, uh, not just in in religious and political terms, even in religious terms, you know, we'll hear everything now about Michael Jackson, it will be wall-to-wall for the next few weeks, and what a fantastic guy he was, and despite his history. So, you know, that's the type of thing I'm talking about, cult leaders that rise up and this, and the first thing that we're always told about them in Matthew 24, when they asked the Messiah what would be the signs of the end times, he said, many will come in my name and will deceive many. And then he spoke about one who would come in his name, which is talking about this Antichrist, who, w- who would say, I am the Messiah. Because we're told, he, he said himself, and I think it's John chapter 5, even as uh, the world rejects me when I come in my own name, uh, you, you will accept this other guy when he comes in his name. And the, when this guy appears on the world, the vast majority of the people in the world are going to be astonished when they see him. They're going to be deceived by his lying signs and wonders. 
which he will perform in front of the whole world together with this other chap called the False Prophet. And uh, they will deceive almost everybody in the whole world, but not quite. A lot of people are going to see through him. And that's, that's one of the reasons I've written this book, Rob, is because I want it to be for a legacy for the people who will be around during this coming apocalypse uh, so that they can know without a doubt that this is not the beautiful, iconic, charismatic uh, world leader that he makes himself out to be. Uh, but I think it's, a, it's imperative that we, we give you a, a quick synopsis of what the bottomless pit is and how he got there. And this, as I was speaking before the break, has to do with the, the fallen angels, the Nephilim coming to earth about, in about a thousand years prior to the flood of Noah. Uh, beautiful-looking beings appeared on the earth, um, supernatural, powerful beings, which were fallen angels. That's what Nephilim means. It means the fallen ones. They had sex with ordinary human women, and their, the offspring they produced were giants in size. And we're told that these guys descended in Mount Hermon in the days of Jared, which is around 1,000, 1,200 years prior to the flood of Noah. And by the time the flood came, they had infected the and affected DNA of almost every, everybody in the whole world, the whole population at that time, which could have been 20, 30 million people. And it says only Noah and his family, only eight souls were not infected by the DNA of these, these uh, fallen angels. And it said that the things were very bad in those days, that there was so much evil and violence and bloodshed that there was only evil in man's heart continually. And God said, I've had enough of this. So he said, he sent the flood and he drowned all these people, drowned the offspring of, the, of these fallen angels. But you cannot drown spirit men, because that's what angels are. They're men, but they're spirit men. You and I are flesh and blood. But these guys, angels per se, are spirit. Therefore, they're not constrained by the ordinary laws of physics as we are. But they look like us. That's why it says several times in Genesis, let us make man in our image. In the image of God made he man. Everywhere men Angels appeared throughout Scripture, Old Testament and New. They're, they're always called men. They look like men. They dress like men. They eat. They drink. And apparently this particular bunch, 200 according to the book of Enoch that descended in the days of Jared, uh, had sex with women. They were able to reproduce. So they're spirit men. That's what they are. So we're told that these spirit men, when the flood happened, were they're locked up and were in this subterranean prison, which is called in the Bible, it's called the bottomless pit, or the abyss, and it's once in the epistles in Peter, it's called Tartarus or Tartarus. And this, of course, ties in with the Greek and Roman mythology, where we're told that the gods are imprisoned in Tartarus because they tried to rebel against Zeus. And, of course, these fallen angels coming to earth and having sex with women uh, is where we get all our Greek and Roman mythology, which talks about the gods coming down from heaven, they lived in Mount Olympus and Delphi. Zeus came down. He took alchemy into wife, a mortal woman. She almost died giving birth to Hercules. That's where all this stuff comes from. And, of course, that's why we have the legacy of all these buildings around the world, which there's no accounting for, such as the pyramids in Egypt, all the temples around the Middle East. We have the giant heads in uh, Easter Island. We have Angkor Wat in Cambodia. We have huge pyramids in Mexico. We've got several other anomalies all around the world like the Nazca Lions and the pyramids in Peru uh, this is the legacy they left behind for us so these fallen angels are locked up in this place called the subterranean or uh, called the Tartarus or the bottomless pit and in Peter we're told that the Messiah in his risen body went and preached to these spirits 
who are in prison who caused the sin in the days of Noah. So the Messiah, Jesus, went to these guys in his new spiritual body. Where After he got up from the dead, he had this new body. He could go in and out through, through walls and mm-hmm. things like that. And it says he went and preached to these spirits. As I said, this is what angels are. They're spirit beings, but they are still men. And that preached is that he wasn't trying to get them saved or anything because these, are, these people are pure evil. That preached is the Greek word caruso, which means he heralded his triumph over them, which is the same word would be used of, for instance, some Roman emperor coming back from a, a foreign campaign and displaying his, his cap- captives and his treasures that he brought back before the citizens of Rome. He heralded his triumph over them. In the same way, that's what the Messiah done when he appeared to these guys that are locked up in this bottomless pit. But in the coming apocalypse, in chapter 9, we're told that this bottomless pit is going to be opened. Uh, in 9.1 it says, And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And out of this pit come locusts and serpents, which are figures of speech for these um, spirit beings, these angels. And it actually gives us, as I said, in the beginning of, of, of in the introduction of my, my book, my e-book, The Return of the Antichrist, uh, which anybody can go and read on my website, by the way. It will give you a flavor of this book. Uh, I, I say in there that I'm, I can name, because it actually gives us the name of this coming Antichrist, and that's in verse 11, and it says, speaking about these locusts or serpents or spirit beings, fallen angels, it says they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in Greek, his tongue, Greek tongue, his name is Apollyon. And Apollyon in Greek, A-P-O-L-L-Y-O-N, is how the Greeks spell who we would call Apollo. And Apollo, as you know, was one of the original leaders of the original pantheon of Greek gods uh, who, who reigned and who lived in Greek and Roman mythology the sun god. a thousand years prior to the flood, along with Mars, Saturn, Pluto, Mercury, Zeus, Poseidon, Jupiter, Venus, Orion, and the rest of those spirit men. They are going to be released onto the earth Again, and it's this guy called Apollyon, or Abaddon, whom we know as Apollo. And by the way, his name means the destroyer. It says he goes to his destruction. That doesn't mean he's destroyed. It means by the end of the apocalypse, he's going to have destroyed most of the earth. You know, possibly up to as many as half or two-thirds of the population of the earth will be dead by the end of the, of the uh, apocalypse, which could be two, three billion people in today's terms. And this is who... The beast from the abyss is. This is the guy we call the Antichrist, but as I said, he's called the beast from the abyss 35 times in the book of Revelation. And it says he's going to ascend out of the bottomless pit, having seven heads and ten horns. Uh, and this is who this guy is. He's a spirit being. That's why it's not any political leader that's around today. And it's not Barack Obama, or it's not Tony Blair, you know, or it's not anybody like that, the head of the EU. It's this spirit man, this fallen angel who comes up out of the bottomless pit and having supernatural powers, uh, supernatural abilities, whereby he will be able to deceive most of the people on the earth at that time. And it is none other than who we would call the Greek god Apollo of Yor. And Apollo, in Greek mythology, was the epitome of the beauty of men. He was the god of prophecy, of music, of medicine. He had his oracle at Delphi in Greece, which is an incredible sight. And that is who's coming back, and that's why he's called the beast from the abyss. When do you see this happening, Pat? 
Well, I think it's close, you know. I mean, it's a day closer today than it was yesterday. The last mm-hmm. time I spoke to you was over a year ago, or maybe more. Uh, we're that much of a time closer to it. Is, is there a connection between the the apocalypse and the end of the Mayan calendar? I don't know. You know, I never put dates on anything, Rob, because the Messiah said no man knows the hour or mm-hmm. the day. The interesting thing about the Mayan calendar, which ends apparently on the 21st of December in 2012, there's a connection between that and a, a site called Newgrange here in Ireland, which is exactly 30 minutes from where I'm sitting now, which is a, a huge, big Neolithic site. It's a big, round sort of a tomb with grass on it. There's uh, one little opening. You've got to bend down and creep into this and go into the middle of this um, chamber. And in the middle, there's a, a round sort of chamber in there where they found charred bones originally, so it might have been a place of sacrifice. But the interesting thing about Newgrange is, is that it's on one day of the year, which is the 21st of December, every year when the sun rises, it illuminates this inner chamber of this site in Newgrange in Ireland. Just on one day of the year this happens. So, And that's the 21st of December, which is the winter solstice. That's what's the only thing that connects it with the Mayan calendar, which apparently ends on the 21st of December 2012. So I don't know if there's a connection between this and that. What I do know is when it talks about the... the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit having seven heads and ten horns the ten horns were told you know i mean i read this stuff for years rob and i couldn't make head nor tail of it but when you go up to revelation chapter 17 and 18 it actually tells you what these things are and it tells you it says that the you know the the angel that gave the revelation to john told him he said i will show you what these things mean and he said the ten horns you saw are ten kings that will ascend out of the bottomless pit and will receive their power with the beast for one hour when he receives his power. So what these other ten kings are, and kings is just another name for leaders. They could be prime ministers or presidents or heads of state or whatever. It says they're going to receive their power with the beast for one hour when he receives his, his kingdom, his power. So when this guy comes to authority, he is going to be the, the, the one world leader. And to, to know what these ten heads are brings us back to Daniel chapter 2. Uh, you might remember when Nebuchadnezzar had this dream of a statue. Uh, nobody could interpret it. Daniel was the only one who could interpret it. And he told him that the head of gold was the Babylonian Empire. The chest of silver was the Medo-Persian Empire. Then the, the, the stomach of, of uh, brass was Alexander the Great, the Greek Empire at that time. Then there was followed by the legs of iron, which were, were the iron feet of Rome, the Roman Empire. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then he talked about a, an empire in the far distant future, and it said it was made out of ten toes, and the ten toes were made out of iron and clay. And it says the iron will not mix with clay, even as they do not cleave one to another. Iron and clay does not cleave one to another. Then it says they shall mingle their seed with the seed of men. This is talking about these ten rulers, these ten other fallen angels are going to rise up with the Antichrist and are going to reign over these ten geopolitical supranational uh, geopolitical areas when he comes to power. And the reason it says um, they're like iron compared to clay is they are going to rule with human politicians. We are the clay. Dust thou art and unto dust shalt thou return. But compared to these guys when they turn up 
we are like clay compared to iron because they have the strength of the supernatural power, the supernatural ability because they're spirit beings. Paddy Senbai. Paddy Heron is our special guest. He is the author of The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order. It's an e-book available at www.neph.ie, neph.ie. We'll be back on the other side as we wrap up this week here on the X-Zone, live and around the world on Talkstar. Life is busy enough without running around town to find a sale. If you pride yourself on being a smart shopper, you should know about a place that has raised the bar on smart shopping by cutting out the middleman. Direct Buy sells virtually anything for the home or office at manufacturer direct prices. Whether you're updating your current home or building a new one, Direct Buy can save you the thousands of dollars that traditional retailers use to pad their prices. Buy direct from over 700 top manufacturers at 30, 40, even 50% off the best retail prices on almost everything you need. Whatever it is you're shopping for, appliances, cabinets, flooring, windows, and more, every time you buy, you're going to get the best quality at the best price with direct buy. But you have to become a member. To get a visitor's pass to a local showroom and a free insider's guide to buying direct, call 800-593-2124 today. Again, that's 800-593-2124. 800-593-2124. Call now. Are you getting tired of all the bad news? Well, then take a break from the worries of the world and play the love game. It's time to focus on what is really important in our lives, our relationships. You deserve more love, happiness, and harmony in your life. Synchro Hearts is the new hot relationship game that guarantees more love, laughter, and romance for you and your partner. It's not a sex game. It's a love game based on all the important relationship stuff like better communication, more intimacy, and lots of fun and excitement. Great intimacy is just one of the benefits of playing Synchro Hearts. Now, President Obama inspires hope, love, and peace for the world. Synchro Hearts offers more hope, love, and harmony for relationships. To order your very own edition of Synchro Hearts, visit Synchro Hearts website now at www.synchrohearts.com. That's www.synchrohearts.com. Synchro Hearts. It's the game you love to play and play to love. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend... This is us saying, thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. In the first hour, Andre Nirenberger and I discussed his new book entitled Through My Eyes, and he is one of the Holocaust's youngest survivors. Hour number two, Dr. William Schneed and I discussed the death of Michael Jackson. 
Hour number three, John Kane and I spoke with the Exxon Nation, and John did uh, psychic readings for everyone who gave us a call. And my guest this hour is Patty Heron, and he is the author of a new ebook that is available, The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order. It's available at www.neph.ie. That's www.neph.ie. Patty, as always, it's a great pleasure talking to you. Um, but I, but I have to ask you this. Um, you addressed the North American Union. Uh, I, you know, like, People, people talk about the North American Union all the time, and uh, do you believe that there are groups who work in secret to bring the North American Union about? Absolutely, Rob, and this ties in with just the last point I was making before the last break. break. This is the new world order. We, we have the Lisbon Treaty over here, which we voted no for last year, but now we have to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to vote yes this, this year, but that's going to go ahead. This is this 10 supernation state that the world is going to be split into. The North America will be one, South America will be another, Europe will be another, Russia will be another, China will be another. There will be ten of them under the power of this coming political leader. And these other ten geopolitical regions, the world will be split into ten and are going to be ruled by these ten other fallen angels together with human politicians. And that is the the feat. That is the ten toes made of clay and iron. That is the new world order, and that's exactly politically what's happening all over the world today at the moment. And it's all being pushed by the new world order, guys. Uh, We we didn't have time to get into the uh, the USA and prophecy and where these guys are going to reign from. As I say, it's all over Revelation chapter 17 and 18. But perhaps we could do that again, Rob. Patty, as always, you're more than welcomed any time. We'll send you some dates because I would love to have you back on to finish this amazing discussion that we're having tonight. So, Patty, from everyone here at the Exxon, thanks very much for joining us. I wish you much success, and um, I look forward to having you on maybe next week or the week after. Okay, Rob, that's great. And as I say, folks can go to my website and read the introduction to my new book, which is just $5 to, uh, to download. And the reason it's so cheap and I did an e-book was I needed to get this information out very fast and make it very affordable to everybody who wants to know what's coming down the tracks. Patty, take care of yourself. Regards to your family, and the next time you're in an Irish pub, have one for me. Absolutely. I'll have a few points again tonight, Rob. Thanks, buddy. Take care of God yourself, bless. Patty. God bless. Dr. Patrick Heron has been our guest this hour. His new e-book is entitled The Return of the Antichrist and the New World Order. It is $5 to download at www.neff.ie, and we'll get Dr. Heron back here either next week or the week after at the very latest. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone, and this week. Wow, five days come and gone. Let's see, five days, four guests, 20 new people here on the X-Zone. Hey, to my producer at Master Control, the one and only Sir Alec. Alec, thanks very much for keeping us up on those four big birds on the sky. Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, Aglia 2, and on G3. And on TalkStarRadio.com, streaming audio to my wife and senior producer, the lovely Laura Rogers. Thank you, sweetheart. To all the staff here at the Exxon Radio Show and X-Chronicles newspaper and Realmar, thanks, guys, for all your support. And to the radio stations around the world that carry the Exxon Thank you for allowing us to be part of your station and your network. So until Monday night, have a great weekend, everyone, and always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night now.
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.